Hey, Russell fans. You're listening to the Wednesday Night War Podcast, episode 26, Nose Explosion. What's up, Warheads? Uh, uh, again, I was going to be like, I don't know what episode this number it is, and I was going to say, I know what episode it is, but I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I didn't look, because I'm an idiot. But nothing like it matters, right? Does it matter to you, Brett? Yeah, it matters. Does it? All right, Come on, sorry. man. Jeez. All right, fine. You're off your uh, we'll, game. We'll create some dead Score. air while oh, I look God. up what number episode it was. Not like it even matters. Uh, episode 25. No, episode 26, last week, last week, I Like Your Poetry was 25, so this is 26, (laughs) which I think is actually like 41 overall or something. I may have uh, spent that next Friday night watching Heidenreich uh, promos. Oh, God. It was was awesome. Okay. You didn't like his his disaster pieces? No. What kind of a man are you? Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> What's up, bud? Not much. What's happening? Uh, how's, uh, how's, uh, we, we talked before this, but for the sake of the show and the people at home, how's social distancing? Um, you know, it's good. Went okay. to, uh, the grocery store once, okay. um, wore my, my mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Just, it's weird, dude. <laughs> it's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> I'm tired of it. This is how this is what our third week doing this over Skype. Is it three weeks? Yeah, I mean I guess so. Shit's yeah, this is our third long, week huh? now. Yeah, and the first week we like broke social distancing rules and still did it together. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. This uh, this coronavirus can kiss my ass. Mm. If I see it, I'm gonna. I don't know. Kick it in its fucking face because I'm sick of it. Okay. Right. How are you? I'm fine. Working from home now. I was going to work every I know. day. So you've joined the you've joined the party. I like it. I have, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's been a thing. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I don't know. I like being home. It's not that it it doesn't suck. I get that it sucks, but, you know, I could be a hell of a lot worse places in my house, you know? That's true. So You're right about that. Like, you could be at work or, um, I don't know, at the WWE Performance Center. Oh, Oh God. I could be a witness to one of the matches live that happened this week. Um Sure can. All right. So, WrestleMania was was this past weekend. Um, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it when we're talking about NXT. All right. Um, I think that'd be, that'd be the fair way to do it. Okay. And then at the end, maybe we'll, we'll talk about, uh, overall how we felt about mania. Um, yeah. But, yeah. uh, yeah, there wasn't a ton of NXT involvement or anything, so not a huge deal. No, no, um, there certainly was not. No. So... Uh, I mean, this is very exciting podcasting. I guess we'll get right into the show, unless you got some news. No, I don't really think that there was anything of note. No, like, not really. I, it's No, I mean, everything is, from what I've read, 
taped out weeks in advance. I don't yeah. know how long right now. Um, I, I think AEW, so many things are up in the air. AEW is probably going to run for like six weeks and probably be done. I mean, they can run for a long time, seeing as they're only doing a few matches a night. Well, yeah, AEW, well, AEW did a bunch, but there were squashes, and NXT, as you'll see, did, like, three matches, so. Yeah, and I think I saw um, for AEW that, uh, God, I think Double or Nothing was supposed to be in Vegas, Yeah, I think. So, MGM Grand, I'm pretty sure that that arena's, like, shut down now. Yeah, I mean, everybody's advertising, WWE's advertising Money in the Bank. That's, come on. That, no, that, well... So they're advertising money in the bank, but it was supposed to be in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That arena is now also shut down. Yeah. So, I mean, and now they're saying that the wrestlers are going to have to wear masks when they're on the shows and shit. Like, just call it off, guys. Like, Oh, man, are they really? I saw that today. They said that they're they're recommending that all the wrestlers wear masks. I don't know if we'll be on air, but if they're at the tapings, they'll have to be masked. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, enough, I get enough, it. Like, I know they're... They're, they're like taped out, but yeah, yeah. let it go. Like if you I, don't have material past that, just let it go. Yeah, I get it. I know it hurts. You know, AEW isn't isn't making money pretty much anyway because there's no fans. So like, I get it if they stop, and then WWE like Vince's ego is gonna keep them going. But I just, I don't know. Just call it off. Like should have done Mania. And then the day after Mania, and just wrap it and say like, you know, do, do everything ends on a cliffhanger, and they'll be back to it when it's over, when it starts up again. Because I mean, the quality's starting to slip a little bit. Spoiler alert. And um, <laughs> you know, ratings are dipping. Like everybody's at home, and everybody, you know, nobody can go anywhere. But ratings are still dropping. So, yeah. Again, spoiler alert. But so just, just you know, get, <laughs> for the safety of the people on your staff, you know, um, you know, AEW has a bunch of people that can't go to these things. You know, Vince McMahon, although doesn't believe in being sick, probably can't be anywhere around people. So, yeah, you would think not, right? I mean, he's what? He's at like what seventy three or seventy four yeah, or something? something like that. I know he's up there, so yeah, but that's like he's a lot in that of the, risk category. Yeah, that's a lot of things with AEW. That's why like Jake is is vignettes, and, yeah, and Tully was absent, and Arn's not sure. Like those guys are all at risk. People like there's no point in JR's on commentary. There's no point in having those guys. I mean, other than travel restrictions, there's no point in having those guys at those shows. Why? I mean, it's just why why risk it? You know. So eventually, they just have to have to wrap it up and be like, listen, this is you know. We'll figure this out however we can when we're back, but for now, that's it. And that's like I like what Ring of Honor is doing, which is completely off topic for the show. Um, <laughs> but they're doing like greatest hits or like, you know, career retrospectives of a bunch of people. They did the Briscoes, they did Jay Lethal this week and showed Jay Lethal yeah. versus AJ Styles. Like, I'd rather watch that than watch current Ring of Honor. See, and that. And I agree. Uh, that works for a company like that where they have enough library like it that. Yeah. Even NXT. Like, yeah. if something happens, you know what? Hey, be like, hey, this is where some of your favorite superstars started. It'd show, like, their matches coming up through NXT. Yeah. Uh, AEW doesn't have that luxury because they, they don't have a tape library, really, I, you know? I agree. Uh, I mean, they can't, even show, they can't even show their first show. They don't own it. Yeah. 
what a great business deal that was. Um, <laughs> I, I get that, and that does put you know AEW in a bit of a, a a hurting. But you know, there's nowhere for them to have shows. I don't know. They no. just you know, just knock it off. Uh, I'll miss wrestling if they do, but like, it's just the it's just the right thing to do. You know, it's all the other sports are have called off, and I don't know, whatever. Everybody's talking about it, but we're not. You know, it's yeah. Whatever. Well, did you even see that one uh, UFC event got canceled now too? The one where Dana White was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have it no matter what." Oh, and then he, today he wasn't like, able oh, to buy his yeah. private island like he wanted. Well, he's still he did buy Fight Island, but this Is one he was calling it be Fight I- He's calling it Fight Island. I think so. Yeah. Oh God. Well, this one, uh, this was gonna be on like, uh, like non like governed uh, like Indian casino ground in California. Okay. Uh, and even so, they were just like, well, he did a thing today where he's like, oh, like people from like higher up from Disney and ESPN. We're like, hey, you uh, you probably shouldn't do this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, well, now that they said it, we won't. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. Oh, my this, God. Uh, God. Not wrestling related, but kind of wrestling related. If I didn't hate billionaires before all this, God, do I hate billionaires now. That is true. For all uh, you billionaires laugh, out there listening said... to the podcast, uh, fuck yourselves. <laughs> I did laugh that Dana White said, he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, the first one's going to be continuing and start this back up are going to be me and Vince McMahon. I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, great. Like, <laughs> awesome. Oh, wonderful. Role model. But let's talk, let's talk about some wrestling that did happen. Yeah. So right. we're going to kick, kick it off with AEW Dark. We are. The longest Dark to date. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super long. Mm-hmm. Uh so Tony and Cody are on commentary. Uh, first match we have QT Marshall against uh, Stagger Lee Johnson. Ooh. Um, this goes like four minutes. Okay. QT Marshall got the win. Yeah. Um, I guess the I guess the best thing about this was he got potato. Oh, that kid potato the shit out of QT. <laughs> yeah, and he busted his eye up pretty good. Yeah. Um, I guess this is and one of QT's fir- students. Like the QT trained this dude, yeah. So it's so it's doubly his own damn fault. <laughs> I didn't even know that he runs a school. To be honest, that's where they run the shows. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that this week, but I was like, I, I didn't even know that he ran a school. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, my favorite things about this match, though, were, had nothing to do with the match itself. Okay. We're gonna Cody on commentary. Uh, mm. Him and Tony going back and forth referred to uh, AW Dark as the mother ship. The mother ship. And just shitting on QT Marshall again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Shitty hair plugs. Listen, I I like it. It makes me happy because yeah. I don't I don't know how to, I've never seen too many QT Marshall matches that I care to talk about at this point. Uh-huh. It makes me real sad, but yeah. He's there, so that's uh, that's what we're getting right now. Yeah. Um, QT Marshall is like, he's like the guy that like at practice, he's like, hey guys, I think I could do this move. And then he does it, and it looks terrible, and they're like, that looked great, you should do it on TV. <laughs> just to rib him. Like, his whole career just seems like a rib. It does. And the other thing I liked was Cody referring to uh, Dickie Murdoch. Yes. Dick and Murdoch. He's just 
Just, just like the old man. All right, so up next we had uh, another match on this wonderful edition of Dark with The Wardlow going up against Ryan Piles. Ryan, uh, this what thing, a name. What a wrestling name, Ryan Piles. Yeah, Ryan Piles. Yeah. He is no Ryan Styles, that's for sure. Who is? <laughs> this match goes 25 seconds because Wardlow hits an F10. Oh, the that's F10. what he's... That's what he's calling it. Uh, there was just nothing to talk about. <laughs> no. So, I mean, he, so, one, like, to start, his video screen comes on, and he comes out and, like, breaks his name down. I don't know if they were trying to be cool, but it just made me say his name, War Delo. So I was like, oh, he's the War Delo. That's weird. Um, and then, <laughs> I wish he was the War Delo. I know. Me too. Everybody does. And then he hits the F10, right? Which is clearly a shot at Lesnar, um, which is dumb. It's a yeah. dumb-looking move. It's unsafe. And the dude takes it, like, completely on his knees because he's just literally just thrown. Like, it's not even – like, he's not going to be able to do that to a bigger guy. And, like, no. it, it just looked unsafe and terrible. Uh, yeah, it, it was – uh. It was just, I don't know, it was just weird. And then what was even weirder was uh, the self-tanner on MJF's hands. That <laughs> yeah. was gross he, and he out of control. problems with that the whole time. Somebody should tell him they buy that shit in a spray bottle or something. I guess, yeah, you, can't, he was I guess at... you can't go to a tanning salon or anything or get your spray, fake spray tan done professionally. <laughs> you certainly cannot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, I don't know, he was at, like, Hogan-level tan. It was real distracting for some reason. <laughs> oh, um, Hogan, you mean the guy who says uh, that uh, we don't need a vaccine for COVID, we just all need Jesus back in our lives. Oh, come on, Terry. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's, a damn. he's a disgrace <sighs> to people who wrestle with the first name of Terry. Oh, you are right about that. And this this isn't the thing that makes him a disgrace. Let me just clear that up. He's been a disgrace <laughs> for, just... <laughs> for a long-ass time. I was say, this is this is the nail in the coffin, this? Yeah. yeah this, this is the hill <laughs> I die on. Yeah. Ugh. Over my so, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it is time for the main event. Yeah, uh, the event. Kip, Kip Sabian going up against Tony Baloney. Spumoni, <laughs> the naughty, yeah, Baroni, Baroni. Um, no, no, no. no. no, no. <laughs> you don't, you don't disparage the good name of the New York Baloney, Phil Baroni, on here with Listen, Tony Donati. That is my Twitter friend, Phil Baroni. It's true, the New York Baloney. That's that's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a nut! I, I, uh, still, this... I still regret. Uh, and by the way, that blood sports up on uh, Independent Wrestling TV. Um, Ooh. I uh, I still regret not getting a Mark photo with the New York Baloney, Phil Baroni, outside of that Bloodsport show when he walked up in all of his affliction gear when he got out of the limo or whatever the hell he was rolling <laughs> up in. Dude, how about that was a year ago this week? Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, man, that was a year. That was so much fun. Yeah. The day Phil Baroni joined Suzuki Goon. <laughs> <laughs> unwillingly or unwittingly to anybody else in Suzuki Goon. Oh man! Oh, Phil Baroni. Uh, God bless Baroni. Um, oh. so Kip Sabian gets the win after like six minutes of yeah. garbage. This it, was the longest, was just... the longest job match I've ever seen in my life. 
come on, man. You didn't think that Spumoni had a chance? Yeah, and then not only was it the longest job match, you also had Jimmy Havoc on commentary doing the uh, the not not at all old hack bit of, oh, you Americans call it football. Well, we call it football because we actually play it with our feet bit. Oh, what a hack God. bunch of bullshit that is. Man, he's... Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna waste my time with yeah, that. I'm oh, surprised he woke God. up enough on commentary to even make that stupid joke about <laughs> soccer. It's soccer, not football. Get it, get it, fucking straight. People. We're in America. It's soccer. <laughs> Deal with it. Damn right. So we have uh, AEW Dynamite from last night. Yeah, we do. Uh, Season two, <laughs> episode fifteen, so brother. I love the enthusiasm in your voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, we open up with uh, a, actually a really good Jake it's Roberts a, promo. A great again. Jake Roberts promo. Like when I, I turned it on and I was like, oh man, starting the show with a Jake promo, it's all downhill. Yeah. Like it was, it's just great. I mean, it's really good. The dude's, the dude's building Archer up like a killer and literally is just making Cody look like a bitch. <laughs> and well, it's not that hard. No, I like when he's just like, "Are you a man or a mouse?" Squeak up, <laughs> like, man, I I love Jake so much. So, on commentary tonight, and apparently for the for the foreseeable future, okay. we have one Mister Tony Schiavone and Steve-o. one Mister one Mister Chris Jericho. Yes, I oh they, boy, they had announced that earlier in the day, and I was super excited about it because Jericho's really good on commentary. Dude, and we'll just we'll talk about it now. Like throughout the whole show, mm-hmm. he does such a great job of building everybody up. Yeah, he really did. Like, like you know, he even says he's like, "Yeah, I don't like Cody as a person. I think he's an idiot, but as a wrestler, he's one of the best." Yeah, and I mean, it's like like a small little comment like that. Even him talking about Omega, he's just like, "Yeah, he's into all this goofy shit." He's like, "But once you get in the ring, there's none better." Yeah, he was like slipping in out of like. He would forget, like, he'd be like, oh, I'm on commentary, and then forget that he had to be a heel. Um, yeah. But he was, I mean, I thought he was really good. But there, I mean, there'll be plenty to talk about, because he was, he was pretty funny. Yeah, he was. And I was pretty excited that he's on commentary. Uh, first match, we have Lance Archer. I don't even remember the dude's name that he, uh, that he murdered in, like, a minute. Uh, it's funny that you say that. Because, so, uh, inside baseball here, I take notes during the show, so I remember, because my, my brain is terrible, and, like, I'll, I'll know that I watched a TV show, but I don't won't remember who was on what, or what happened, I just, it, I need something to visually to sort of spark that, I don't know why, probably because I'm an idiot, uh, took too many hits to the head, um, but I also didn't even write down this guy's name, because I was like, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't need to know this dude's name. Yeah, I just, I feel bad. Oh, I don't feel bad. Well, uh, I've, I've tried to document every indie guy and give a little background every now and then. Um, yeah. But, like, they, they didn't show it. Like, he didn't get a big entrance. They didn't show it. They didn't talk about it. He just got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, it literally went a minute and a half. He just got yeah. murdered and it did its job. And that's that was it. Yeah. 
Uh, and you know, Definitely. I saw some people online complaining about Archer and how like, oh, it, oh, really, you're gonna give Marco stunt? That's this and that. I'm like, no, like, oh, there goes all the Marco stunts momentum. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, that's it. Squashes are a thing in wrestling. People, people have to remember that. They, they have great value. And I, I you know, I, I was listening to a fellow soon to be named network show at odds with wrestling last week, and. Uh, you know, I've known Joe a long time, and we share a lot of similar opinions on things. And so I don't want to—I don't mean to just ape everything he says, but like, squashes are important, and they can do a lot of things. Marco losing to Archer last week doesn't hurt Marco in any way, and it makes Archer no, look like a, a fucking murderer. So yeah. like, this is what I want right now. I don't. There's no audience. The world's in a weird place. I don't want to see Archer have the kind of match he had at the G1 last year. Yeah. Like, he can have good matches. He's grown as a wrestler. But now's not for the sure. time for that. Nope. You know, now's the time to make him a killer. And if that means you just spend the next however long that we're all social distancing to just have him murder whoever you can pay to show up off the street, I'm good with that. Yeah, sign me up. I'm Cal- fine with that. Start doing the the fucking the handicap matches where he kills two people. Uh, whatever, <laughs> just make him a murderer until he eventually meets somebody. He's gonna now he's in a tournament, but who knows what happens there? But like, establish him as a murderer. Two weeks isn't enough. Just get him like a little bit bigger size wise of jobber every week to beat up until he beats up like a, just a giant fat guy. And then have him wrestle. I'd be. I'm all about that. Yeah. Where's Akabono? Where's he at? Oh my God, that was a name. Yeah. Remember that? Remember? Oh, holy hell! They put a big show in a diaper too, and tried to make us think that was a good idea. I certainly cannot forget that. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's let's move on. Next next match, we have Hikaru Shida going up against. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She's a dentist. So this goes 17 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, Sheeta gets the win, thank Christ. Yeah. Because I definitely thought that, like, there I, there was a couple times where I bit where I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, but the, thankfully... There was a lot of falsies in this match. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull back the curtain a little bit. I don't often do this. Uh, I'm going to read you verbatim the notes I wrote about this match. Ooh. Okay. Cause I don't do this very often. I don't even like to really reveal that I take notes like I do. Um, cause they're just for me. Cause I don't write everything out. It's just little notes to give myself cues, but here's, here's what I wrote about this match. You ready? I'm ready. Nose, blood, go Sheeta. You know what? I think that's perfect. And I think that's where, uh, it needs to lay because, my God, Britt Baker's uh, nose got exploded off it her did. face. And you know what? It it wasn't a bad match. I they got me. I was like, oh my God, they're gonna they're gonna have Sheeta lose. Like this is their plan. Like she's been number one contender for so long. They're getting bored with it, and they're gonna make Britt beat her. And then I was like, like there was falsies. It was close. They did a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah, Sheeta exploded her face. Yeah, it was definitely, like, Baker's best match so far in AEW, De- easily. It definitely was. I mean, she still messed some stuff up. Uh, the nose thing's a little hard to tell. It was a messed up in Zaguri, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I think 
Baker maybe didn't know that she was going for an enziguri. I have no idea. Um, the the only way that I will rate this is that Sheeta matches every week have been really good, and Britt Baker yeah. matches every week have not been really good. Uh, <laughs> so who's the blame? Who knows? I'm not gonna yeah, say. Yeah, someone who. has a better track record. I'm just gonna say one person has good matches, one person doesn't. <laughs> uh, I mean that's fair. I think it's fair. And hopefully, Britt Baker is okay and doesn't have to uh, have the long recovery that Aaliyah from NXT had after uh, the true shooter of NXT exploded her nose. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I will I say the, uh, I didn't do the air quotes hard enough for the NXT version. Exploded <laughs> her nose. <laughs> I will say uh, I was happy that there were three members of Kiss referenced on commentary during this match. <laughs> poor, poor Peter Chris. He gets no love. Yeah. So, wait, <laughs> but... so was it? I, I don't. Was it? They they mentioned. I assume Paul Stanley. Gene Simmons yeah. and Vinnie Vincent, yep. the best guitar player. Uh, well, uh, Kiss ever had. I mean, easily. I I would I think so. That's I mean, definitely definitely not Ace Frehley. No, <laughs> what an idiot. Vinnie Vincent was the backbone of that band. Of course he was. The, Vinnie, Vinnie Vincent's the true shooter of the Kiss Army. <laughs> uh, did Ace Frehley play on Let's Play the X and Sex? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. <laughs> Did Vinnie Vincent play on that record? I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. Right, I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Come on, man. They, they he was out, part of the Wicked Up era. They were without makeup at that point. I This, this is a weird tangent. This might be the weirdest yeah. tangent we've ever yeah. been on. But uh, I, I, uh, I don't know what any of them look like without makeup still to this day. So listen, I listen, one of... One of my top put... five uh, moments of our friendship was... <laughs> At your wedding, yeah. when after you and your, your new bride danced to your first song, yeah. the first song that played immediately after that was Let's Put the X in Sex. It was, because <laughs> someone paid off the DJ to do it. That was not planned. Um, I was so... That was yeah. one of the best moments of our friendship. <laughs> uh, unless you played In Kiss on MTV's Kiss Unplugged, I have no idea what you look up look like outside of your makeup. <laughs> wow, what a, what an off topic that was. <laughs> it, it, off the rails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god damn it. People. Oh god. You like alcohol? <laughs> How about tequila? Uh anyway, let's not get into my kiss alive impression. Uh Oh, but it makes me so happy. <laughs> oh. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Brit versus Sheeta, or do we have we covered this with? It was a nose explosion. Sheeta's still the best. Brit is still probably the worst, and this is going to be who's going to have this feud because I don't think we're seeing Nyla Rose for a while until all this clears up because of travel and whatnot. Yeah, I th- I think we're good. Uh, it would actually shock me, make me feel better though if Nyla did show up. God damn. So moving on. We we go. <laughs> I just want to listen to Kiss now. Oh God! Um, <laughs> uh, I hate you. God damn it! Uh-huh. Um, so we go to a shot in a trailer. It's uh, Omega and Nakazawa talking about they're teaming up to face the best friends tonight. 
um, Nakazawa wants the name of the best friends yeah. because it feels they're the better best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which um, Orange Cassidy is hanging out in their bathroom in the trailer. Of course he is. <laughs> and then Trent and Chuck come in and they're like, we heard everything you guys said. That's that's bullshit, man. Yeah, right. Uh, and the, but the name best friends is put on the line tonight. It is. And that worried me too because I was like, oh, are they really going to pull this bullshit? But... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got a quick breakdown of the rankings. So in the tag division right now, Dark Order's ranked number one. Yeah. Oh, you watch ha- that shit? Yeah, I sped through it. Um, yeah. So Dark Order's number one. In the women's division, Sheeta's number one. And in the men's division, Jake Hager's number one. Oh, yeah? They, they, they finally bumped Chris Jericho. I've wrestled one match this year and lost it. <laughs> number one contendership. <laughs> They finally did <laughs> because it, it doesn't wins and losses matter, but also statement matches and and wins are weighted. I'm like, well, he still didn't win, so it doesn't matter. He doesn't yeah. win list this year in one match. But anyway, yeah. let's not get yeah. on that rant. All right, so Hager, uh, great. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a video package about Moxie and Hager for next week. I skipped right through the whole damn thing. Me too. Um, so uh, I uh, I watched this live, um, but uh, I had a. Uh, how do I put this lightly? Uh, an intestinal emergency. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I like uh, was like, oh, I'll just pause it and I'll go. I'll uh, get back to it when I'm done. And when I came back, I was like, all right, let me see what I missed. And I was like, oh, it's nothing. Literally, I missed nothing. Uh, great. So. Yeah, you missed nothing for about like twelve straight minutes of TV time yeah, because no, after I... that. Mm-hmm. There was a, a hype package for Cody and Spears about their history. Like, I get it. That's yep. fine to build it up, but I, I already know it, so I ain't watching and, it. And I get why they're doing it. I'm not holding that against them. I'm not going to deduct points for, for that because you got to fill time. They're pre-recording. It's a limited roster. I get all of that. Um, so I'm not holding it against them. I'm also, if I can, not fucking watching it. No, like more on I was that ha- later. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of happy when it was on, like because I watched it second, and I was just like, "Oh, I could skip right through all this bullshit." Right. Um. Next match, we have the best friends going up against Omega and Michael Nakazawa. Yeah. This goes sixteen and a half minutes. That's a long fucking time. Oh, it felt longer. Um. The the true best friends won. Um. Uh, I don't know. It was at this point in the night, I texted you and we'll talk yeah. about what was NXT later, obviously, but mm-hmm. I texted you and said, what the hell happened to wrestling this week? Yeah. Um, like I get it. it like it was comedy and, and mm-hmm. I, I understand I get it, but like, I don't know. Probably my favorite part of the match was Jericho couldn't stop laughing when Nakazawa went for the double clothesline and face planted, and Jericho legit thought it was the funniest thing he's ever yeah. seen. So this man he goes, oh, Jericho he went for the, yeah, he goes, oh, he went for the double quiz. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, you brother, you. <laughs> I uh, so I didn't hate this actually. Um, it bothers me a little bit how much they're leaning into comedy because. I worry that if they keep doing that, it'll make Orange Cassidy a little less special, even though he was involved in this match. Um, but I didn't hate this. I liked some of the stuff. I, like, previously have not liked any of Nakazawa's Turkish oil bullshit. Uh, nope. But the thing where he oiled up his chest so the chops wouldn't land, I thought was funny. Yeah, I... 
Um, I, my views were so skewed yeah. about this because we saw some things this week on WrestleMania we'll talk about yeah. where they did certain styles of matches where, uh, I don't know, I've wrestling put me in a weird place this week. It really did. Um, <laughs> and then my, my favorite part, now you say you like Jericho laughing, my favorite part was like around the mid mid time of the match, uh, Skiavone also like had a little bit of like what the fuck is wrestling overload and just said, holy hell, like for no reason. Like he was just, <laughs> just exhausted at everything that was happening. Um, but again, I didn't hate this. Uh, I liked the Orange Cassidy stuff. Uh, somebody online was giving Aubrey shit for not disqualifying the best friends because she watched oh, OC God. do the suicide dive on to Kenny and Orange Cassidy just replied with, I fell. <laughs> 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 but he wasn't of course active. he did because he's the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, he wasn't trying to hurt Kenny. He fell. It was an accident. Therefore, yeah. not a disqualification. Checks out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I didn't hate it. Uh, I get why, but I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, wrestling is in such a weird state right now that I'm letting just about everything pass. Just about everything. But not well, everything. Well, I... I... <laughs> I'll take a match like this any day over a certain match that happened later in the night. Right. Um, anyway, uh, after this, Brody Lee showed up with his minions and yelled uh, at two of them for not dressing properly and so on and so forth. His perception is reality. Yes, it yeah, sure we're, is. We're considering um, that we're not the Voodoo Kin Mafia bit. <laughs> well, you know, that's funny because... I guess Cody did an interview on um, whatever that show is on Sirius with uh, a douchebag, Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh, Busted um, Radio. That's it. Yeah. Um, where they asked him about, like, is this a direct shot at Vince? Uh-huh. And he, like, tiptoed so much. I was just like, dude, come on. Like, just well, own it. Like, but Here's the thing. Like, why even ask the question, Bubba Ray? You know it is. I'm sorry, yeah, Bully Ray? Like, is, he, is he Bully Ray or Bubba Ray on the radio show that I'll never fucking listen to? He's um, shitbag Ray. There you go. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, why even ask the question? You know it is. It's not It's not like they're fucking hiding it. You get it. And if you don't yeah. get the joke, then just shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's just trying to get it to be the headlines of Cody shoots on Vince McMahon. Yeah, like exactly. That, Bubba's and to drive to, the viewers. Bubba's yeah. trying to trick Cody into saying something so that Bubba can get press and be like, oh, I, mean, I, I defended Vince or what? Uh, fuck Bubba Ray Dudley, dude, what a yeah, what an asshole. See, and like we, we, I know we talked about like media training for these guys, and like one guy who's not gonna fall for that probably is Cody. Yeah, because he's actually media trained like yeah, that. So exactly. Uh, we go backstage to Britt with the commentary and blood's just literally all over her face. Oh yeah, her face is swollen. Yep. Yeah, uh, she got busted bad. Um, yeah, she did. There was another Hager boxing video that I skipped through because we get it. They have a match next week. Yep. Um, we also have another video of mm-hmm. Matt Hardy at the Hardy compound. So is he Damascus Matt Hardy now? I, I guess. Okay. I, I guess. Um, right, well. Yeah, he calls Sammy a fake god and a fraud Latino, which Ooh. was like... That's weird. Yeah. Um, he said he something about runs... fire. I found. Yeah, weird. that that was odd too. He like said something with, about Santana and Ortiz as snacks, and he wants to eat them because he loves Puerto Rican food. Oh God. Um. 
said Jericho will never get Vanguard one. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there you go. Yeah, they um, burn, Vanguard one and him burn the T-shirt, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have the next match. Uh, Brody Lee showing up against Stagger Lee Johnson again. That's right. Let's see what happens. Um, you lose the QT Marshall, and you get promoted <laughs> to lose to another guy on Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, Brody killed him. Yeah, it's that's, a squish. That, that's all there is to it. Again, what it should uh, be. Yeah, oh, I agree. I'm, I'm with you, though. I'm at 100%. Yep. Uh, n- next week, we have a quarterfinal match in the TNT tournament. Lance Archer versus Colt Cabana, R.I.P. Colt Cabana. Yep. Um, and then the empty arena title match of Moxley and Hager. Mm-hmm. It's uh, got a lot yeah. to live up to now. Yep. Um, we get another video package hyping the main event. Mm-hmm. And then it is time for the main event. Uh, Cody versus Sean Spears in a first-round matchup for the TNT tournament. Uh, yes. believe it or not, Cody won. Uh-huh. Uh, it went 21 and a half minutes. Yeah, it did. Um, the match itself was fine. Uh, you know, it was, it was fine. Um, how stuff. about that finish though? Yeah, I, it, it was weird. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the pin out of the figure four is something that's always teased, you know, like you always get like a two out of it. Uh, but it was also yeah. like, it was weird though. Cause like Jan Spears didn't like pass out or anything. He was still like twitching. So it was almost just like, he yeah. was just like I'm just going to, I'm choosing to end this match. And I guess I thank him for it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> they did have a cool table spot. The, whatever the fuck Jan Spears calls his, what's it? The C4. Is that his death Valley driver? Yes. Why did he call it the C4? Is there a reason behind it other than he just thinks it's a cool name because it's also the name of plastic explosives? Um, I have no idea. Okay, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know that much about the sh- the Sean Spears story oh, arc. You're not. You're not so, a Sean Spears historian. I'm sorry. I thought. No, I, I am not. So... <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. I saw the poster um, you have on your wall of him, and I just assumed you'd know more. Um, listen, that's not true. Son of a bitch! All right, so I'm sorry. You're How? right. It's it's not a it's not a Sean Spears poster. It's a Ty Dillinger poster. Get it right. <laughs> um, but the 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 whatever the fuck his finish is through, over the top rope through the table was a cool spot. Yeah, I mean it was. Anytime someone goes through a table, I usually love it. And exactly. Yeah, it was, and the table exploded. They hit it right. It looked cool. They got a bunch of different camera angles of it. Yeah, it was weird though, like that finish with the figure four pin, because even yeah. immediately, like both Jericho and Shivani were both like, "Wow, I've never seen that happen." Yeah, and I'm just like, "Really, Cody Rhodes is going to be the one to do it, huh?" Uh-huh. Like he didn't even work, didn't even work the leg. I don't think once. No, it's batch. So like, well, because if he, gonna if, be, like if he worked the leg for that to be the eventual eventual finish, that would probably put him at like three and a quarter star. <laughs> and we all know that that can't happen. No, it so. was uh, yeah, it was it was weird. It was uh, too long. I mean, it and and like I get it right now. Long wrestle, oh, long wrestling. Oh mm-hmm. god, boy, did we get a lot of that since Saturday? Oh, god damn. It. <laughs> well, let's talk about NXT. All right, let's see. Let's talk about NXT. Okay. Uh, we. Of course, open with a video package about Gargano Champa. 
of course. As if we didn't, as if we didn't know this was happening tonight. Yeah. Um, but the first match we have uh, is the number one contenders ladder match. Yes. Yoshirai, Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, and Chelsea Green. Yes. Or as so, I have it, Yoshirai, Tegan Knox, Chelsea Green, Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae. That's the order they came out. I just, I don't know. I sure. Mm-hmm. Yours is probably yours is more formal than mine. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I'm just, um, uh, listen, I'm just trying to give us something to talk about because after this match, we're pretty much done. Uh, <laughs> we sure are. Uh, Eo wins. No surprise. Yeah. Uh, it didn't click at all for me. Really? Yeah. Not oh, even. Oh man, little... I I like this match. Uh, yeah. I did. So it's really hard. Like, so the finish was uneventful because there's no crowd, right? So, like, it's real hard to get the, a finish of a ladder match over without the crowd being super into it. But, like, yeah. the power bomb, uh, table bump was real cool. The uh, Tegan Knox ladder bump was awesome. Uh, I, I liked it. Um, maybe my expectations were lowered because I watched this second. Um, if this didn't click for you, uh, I don't know what the hell we're going to pick for match in, of the night <laughs> later on. Um, but I liked oh. it. I think EO winning is the right decision. Uh, and I'll, Yeah, I, I guess, agree with that. I guess we're going to get EO Charlotte. Um, oh, spoiler alert. Oh, right, because we didn't talk about that. Charlotte no. is the NXT Women's Champion. She sure as shit is. Depending on who you listen to, uh, Rhea Ripley is either in America or back to Australia, or uh, Vince McMahon just loves jerking off over Charlotte and wants to put another strap on her. Ew. There are so many weird little things right there. Jerking off over Charlotte, strap on. (laughs) Hey, you read into it what you want, pal. What I I said was completely innocent. (laughs) Like, all right, so with the match, like, uh, so I know you said, like, it was kind of hard with drama. So at WrestleMania this mm-hmm. weekend with, you know, too big for one night. Um, yeah, there was a there was a <laughs> there was a triple threat ladder match for the tag team titles involving one member of each team. Yeah, um, of course, I, there I thought was. I thought it was a good finish, though. Like, I thought the match was really good. Okay, Like all three guys in the match, like. Went like I thought performed really well. Yeah. It was Kofi, John Morrison, and A Uso. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the finish was really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like all three of them were at the top of the ladder fighting at yeah, the end. No, and, yeah. Like, you and know the, the the thinking. Yeah, I get it. it. And so like they this was just very simple. The this lady's ladder match was just climb to the top and and EO took the belt. So it's a little you know they didn't come up with a better bigger spot for it. Uh, WrestleMania makes sense. You need to come up with that bigger spot for the end. Um, and again, so the, the, the ending did fall a little flat for me, but overall, I, I, I liked this match. It didn't, it didn't bother me so much. They yeah, did I it, mean, like, I didn't, they did I didn't hate stuff. it, but, yeah. yeah, I didn't hate it, but I was just like, I, I probably was anticipating more, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, so, we got a little video package, the, the theme of the night, uh-huh. uh, about Balor being over in NXT UK, just basically saying him and Walter, they will fight, who knows when, though. Yeah. Um, is, we get is NXT UK still happening or are they completely paused? I think they're done now. Cause I, I think, I don't know if it was 
today, like Thursdays are when their show airs. I think that they just had like a best of. Okay. So I think they might be done. All right. Because well. they they didn't have anything filmed because they filmed all theirs like in a weekend, uh, and they I think they wonder if they ran out. Um, so yeah, you know what? They probably did run out because Takeover was supposed to be this weekend, and they probably only filmed it right up until Takeover, I'd imagine. So oh yeah, I guess that would make sense, huh? Yeah, so they're well, they're probably right. out. Well, and and uh, also in regards to that Jordan Devlin has been. Uh, sort of stripped of the cruiserweight belt because he can't defend because they can't he can't leave the country. Yeah, oh, what a bummer that is. Yeah, uh, I I mean I don't see why they have to do it. Who's who's really clamoring for NXT cruiserweight matches? Like, you know, you're you ain't giving us anything anyway. Like, why why strip him of the belt? Who cares? Like, you you can you can suspend your your non compete policy for this time, you know, I mean, it's so, but whatever. I mean, so I think, you know, I actually, I don't hate it. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I bummed for Devlin cause I really like that, that guy. Yeah. Uh, but I don't hate this because it gives you things to fill on your weekly television. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, this takeover was kind of like the, the blow off for, for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not just going to have, matches for the sake of matches on television now like okay now you have people that are fighting towards something you know which ultimately that's that's what wrestling is it's either personal conflict or you're fighting for a championship that's what it should be yeah um so i i I like it it's gonna fill some tv the cruiserweight matches i'm sure they're gonna be good you know i'm i'm hoping they're gonna be good they didn't they haven't announced anybody in it yet but they have they're all in Orlando, so I'm sure they could use whoever. But again, I don't know what's they, filmed. Are they doing not a tournament? Those. Yeah, um, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll see. And then I guess yeah, ev- eventually you'll get Jordan Devlin fighting the winner of that to unify the belt. Exactly. Team. Yeah. You know, and once Devlin will probably get his run out of that. I guess. Yeah. Once hopefully all this stuff clears up, uh, you know, they could. Uh, he comes back. I never lost my title, and yeah. then they have a ladder match at SummerSlam over who's the real Intercontinental Champion. Oh, it's cute that you think SummerSlam is going to happen. Um, uh, with Vince, it'll happen. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so we get more highlights of Rinku and Sarav Suave, whatever the fuck his name is, uh-huh. uh, debuting. There's that. Another Killer Cross video package. There's that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They they recap the very casual kidnappings of Raul Mendoza. And yeah, this is Joaquin the best recap Joaquin of <laughs> This is the best recap of both shows this week because this is where we get our 205 and live uh, <laughs> spot. In. Yeah, they're very polite. Oh, hello, Mr. Wild, sir. Would you please come with us? Listen, Joaquin Wild doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. This, two guys show up in masks. Different masks from the the, the first time they yeah. appeared. You, you go with these men, you know. Wonder, like, look at wonder... these guys. These guys are wearing masks. Their mouths are covered. They're following social distancing guidelines. Maybe they just want it's to quickly to the grocery store to shop for some essential products. It looked like the one was wearing a Del Wilkes Patriot mask, though. Wow, maybe maybe it was Del Wilkes. <laughs> it it might have been. As long or as, South, as, long as it wasn't John Brandy, I don't give a shit. Or Tom Brandy, <laughs> I don't give a shit. So the next match we have uh, Rinku and Suarev. They gave him a name. I don't remember yeah, what it was. It was I, I tried to catch the pronunciation and it didn't work. 
for me in my brain, but they all try and pay, pay better attention. It's completely my fault. Uh, but they are called Indushare. Indushare, okay. Indushare is their uh, tag team name. I'm just going to call them Bivens Enterprises. Okay. Because that's what the hell they are. Going up against the returning Ever yes, Rise. Ever Rise. Chase Parker and Matt Martell. The most oiled the... up professional wrestlers I may <laughs> ever have ever seen in my entire life. The boys, yeah. uh, Chase Parker, Matt Martell. Uh, this goes about five minutes. Um, yeah. Rinku and Swarov win. Yeah. Um. Uh, not a good debut. <laughs> you, you really, you didn't think so again? I said in mind no. this. I thought uh. it could, I thought it could have been a lot squashier. Um. Uh, well, I mean, don't I, get me right. wrong, like. Like I like Everize, I really yeah. do. I mean, I think those dudes have mm-hmm. a great future. Maybe you could have did it against somebody else to have it be more squashier. Yeah. Because I think it should have been more squashier yeah. for sure. Um, I don't care who they were against, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're bill, if you're billing these dudes as like, I don't know, the next like, wrecking crew, like they yeah. should. Be in murder, death, kill mode. Uh, yeah, uh, fair enough. They do look more like the next great colleagues than anything else. Um, ah, yes. And and I say that more of the of how mobile they both are. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wish it was squash here. But you know, whatever. I didn't. I I didn't notice that if they were necessarily bad. Uh, nor did I notice anything good about them, except for the way that they tagged in and out of the ring. Uh, because they were doing uh, what we started doing in the times of social distancing, <laughs> the Bash Brothers. They uh, sure were tag in and out. So that that sort of for me, I was like, all right, I can be in these guys. They're they're doing an interesting. They have one interesting thing about them, and it's the way they tag in and out of the ring. So yeah, I think that they uh, missed the boat by not having a Bivens promo here. Yeah, that that they will always miss the boat by not having a Bivens promo. <laughs> yeah, I mean the dude I is amazing he's a great talker a great dancer too by the way the biven shuffle at the beginning of the yeah. match was fantastic yeah. god bless that man um but i did tweet out that i felt like uh i was back at the palmer center in eastern pennsylvania it's true there's a lot of uh, watch a lot of uh heavy car. influence there i uh, well, hey i like I it i mean again we will uh we'll go back to this i'm pretty sure when vin gerard leveled Malcolm Bivens with that forearm, it was while the unstable was feuding with Everrise. I believe it was, yeah. It was. So that's so we can recreate all of that if the WWE would just get off their asses and sign Vin Gerard. Uh, you know what? That's the missing piece of the puzzle. Just saying. I I would love it. So, I think he, he deserves a run. I think so too. He deserves a run in the Fed, brother. Yeah. They give a bunch of knockoffs of Vin Gerard a run. Why not? That's very true. Uh, so next we have uh, Adam Cole cutting a promo on Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, talk to Charlotte mm-hmm. with her win. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Next week, the interim cruiserweight title tournament begins. Oh, there you go. So that's going to fill up TV for however long. But yeah. again, I like it because it should be good matches. Um, you know. Because one thing, if WrestleMania proved this weekend, you could still have good matches in front yeah, of no crowd. Definitely. There was a handful of good 
during this. There was. Uh, like, like matches that actually happened, like, there. Uh, mm-hmm. Charlotte Rio was awesome, I thought. Charlotte Rio was great. Absolutely. Yeah, that that was great. Like, uh, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, they could wrestle in front of literally nobody, and it would still be amazing. Yeah. Um, it, it was, I thought that was really fun. Um, the ladder match was really fun. Owens Rollins was, a, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, so like that, I mean, it shows that like, Hey, it, this can be done. So it can be done. Uh, even, even on raw this week, uh, it was like Alistair black and Apollo Cruz. They gave them like three or four segments and it was a lot of fun. It was really good. I didn't watch it, but I heard. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I, I, I was very, very impressed. Um, good. So now, let's talk about the end of okay. the show. Um, the end Johnny of the show, Gar- which was also the middle of the show. <laughs> Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh-huh. The Rebel Heart versus the Black Heart. Okay. One beat to rule them all. Oh, God. Um, I looked at my phone when this whole thing started. I went... Oh God! It's nine oh three. Yeah, so like, uh, we're we're gonna be in for the long haul here. Yeah, so I watched this second, obviously, and got to it very quickly because I fast forwarded through all the video packages. And I was like, I texted you, and I was like, I'm at the main event of NXT already. Uh huh. And your response was, Oh brother, oh <laughs> brother. And I was like, Oh, is that a good old brother or a bad old brother? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> We sure will. Yeah, um, we did. The, be- the beginning uh, starts with Candice LeRae dropping off Johnny Gargano like a mother dropping a child off at school um, yeah. in this parking lot and handing him a brown paper bag, mm-hmm. which I was hoping Gargano won by hitting him with a sandwich, but <laughs> that that did not happen. Um, we go into this empty arena and this this secret location which definitely was not on the set of full sale <laughs> um triple h sitting in the weird chair with his dick all hanging out um his dick was out i didn't notice that i don't know it was just uh, he was all he was real wide legged it bothered me okay um, trips just tells them all right fight for go. my affection yeah, fight, fight for daddy's love. Yeah. Uh, and Drake is the referee, but he's only wearing like a NXT polo because this is unsanctioned, sir. Yeah. You don't well, wear the it's stripes. It's an official lights out match. Remember when AEW oh, used to do those dumbass things? Remember that? They haven't done that in so long. Yeah, you Thank know why? Because it was stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, this, uh, this match... It's still going goes, on. Goes, it, it might still be happening. Yeah. Uh, 48 minutes. <laughs> oh, Good Jesus God. Christ. Um, Gargano beats Ciampa. Uh-huh. Um, we'll talk about the end first. They're both beaten down. Um, yeah. Candice shows up and starts yelling at them like, are you happy? What the hell are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's yelling at Champ, are you happy? I hate my husband. I hate him. Yeah. And then turns and kicks him in the dick. Yep. Um, and leaves. Champa is showing compassion. Uh, he's like, "I'm sorry. You know, this is too, this is too far. You know, I'm, I'm sorry." Mm. Uh, to which he suddenly gets kicked in the dick by Candice LeRae. Yeah. 
What a swerve. Yep. Uh, listen, so oh. I wanted I wanted to talk about this part. Uh, I mean, I'm before I even get there, I'm just going to say this right now. I fucking hated this. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't think I would. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I didn't think I would, because I've been bored with everything they've done with these two, because it's just so forced, because Trips just wanted this done um, for some reason. But I've been bored with this. Uh, and... So I was like, but this, whatever, this will be cool. Finally blow off the feud, whatever. Um, and, but besides that, like, Candace, I want to talk about Candace. Candace LeRae does zero for me as a professional wrestler. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm sure people like her. I know people like her. Uh, when I watch her wrestle, I think she's boring. I think she has no personality. I think she looks like she's ready to call the manager when she tries to sell instead of selling. Um, I, she does nothing for me as a wrestler and it sucks because I want to like her um, and I just fucking don't uh, and this did not make it any better I did not give a shit that she I guess turned heel with Johnny um, I don't care and I, I just this whole match was just a huge 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 disappointment for me Uh and that's that stinks. That's upsetting. My one of my one of my gripes about this. Mm-hmm. Um, we found out what was in the brown paper bag, and it was a a uh, a cup, a yes. dick protector. Yeah. So my whole thought was okay. So Gargano's big plan here uh-huh. was to get his ass beat. Yep. And to the point where. He needed to swerve Champa. Mm-hmm. Like that was your plan. Like was to just get beat up. Yeah. Uh, so so let's let me let me go off on this a little bit. You um, go right ahead because honestly, I, there's there's not much else I want to say about it other than uh, it did not work. Uh, and I do want to talk about things like it that worked. But go ahead. Yeah. So. WrestleMania was this weekend. Yes. Uh, one of the matches was a last man standing match. Edge versus Randy Orton. Yes. That match went, I think, what felt like a year. You did, um, yeah. I think I read like it went like 46 minutes long, maybe. Yeah. Or 30, or maybe 36, I may be off. Um, that match was way too long. Yeah painfully long mm-hmm. not good uh and again like let's take this all with a grain of salt because i circumstances i get it mm-hmm. but wrestlemania show that you can do some good yeah and i understand that oh well, they're trying to tell a story i don't need to be told this story yeah. uh, it was just and, and and i feel like i don't know so and I saw I saw somebody made a real good point on Twitter today about about mm-hmm. this match. Um, look at NXT from a couple years ago. Look where it is now. Uh huh. Um, I understand that this was your big blow off for for Takeover. You and I both said it felt forced anyway. Yeah. You know, it was just Chirps was determined to have this match at no matter what. Um, the thing that like NXT always delivered on was the matches. 
you know, your American Alphas versus Revival matches, mm-hmm. your Nakamura versus Sami Zayn matches, you know. Yeah. That it was let the wrestling do the talking. Like, yeah, there was still story, but it was more so like like a wrestling based promotion. Yeah. Um this there was just it felt like there was just no I don't know, there was like the drama felt so forced. Mm-hmm. Um there there was just there I mean I feel bad because like I do I did love those Gargano Champa matches when they happened. I thought they were excellent. Yeah, for sure. But like this it was just a lot of garb like just bad brawling, a lot of grunting, like uh, and that was the thing that somebody pointed out. They're like, boy, didn't I like really like realize that wrestlers just scream whenever they punch now? Yeah. Um, but there was like no intensity. It just felt like it was so long. And I get the story that they that they were trying to tell of like, hey, Gargano, like you know, became what he didn't like about Champa and what Champa did to him, you know, for the past two years or so that this was going. And that, you know, Champa turned the corner and felt genuine, like, like he felt bad for Gargano at the end of things, but it just didn't work. Yeah. I mean, I don't buy, um, Gargano as a heel at all. I think no. he's probably the worst heel going. He's mm-hmm. not babyface, Great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But like, they tried this already where they reversed it, where like Gargano was a heel and trying to like go with Champa and it's like they already tried it and it didn't work. Why are we going like back down this road again? Like um I mean was this better than Orton Edge? Yes, I will say that. I think it was. Yeah. Cuz that would that was just like getting my fucking teeth pulled watching Orton Edge. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't it wasn't that much better. Um it it just uh it was not good. I didn't care for it for this at all. Um, so there was some some certain matches that, that did happen at WrestleMania that had the cinematic uh, element to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll start with what happened Saturday, which was the Boneyard match. Yes, AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Uh. Everybody going into this was like, what the hell is a Boneyard match? This is going to be goofy. Like, like this is probably going to be real bad. Um, you and I ended up loving it. Yeah, I mean, I fucking loved the Boneyard match. Uh, I, I was very uh, skeptical, very worried that it was going to work. One, I don't, you don't know what a Boneyard match is. Uh, spoiler, if you didn't see it, it just ended up being a... Cinem- cinematic buried alive match. Um, oh, it was so good. Uh, but like I legit I loved it. Uh and I I mean it just it worked. The the guys in it understood it. It, it uh it just it made sense. It knew what it was. It knew it was trying to achieve. Uh it was edited well. It was an appropriate length um which is a, a thing that sort of to compare it back to Gargano Champa, like, and it, it, they're so vastly different. So it's hard to compare. I'm comparing them just based on them being pre-recorded, heavily edited 
stories they were trying to tell. Yeah, right? shot and that shot with like like because Gargano Champa was shot as like a cinematic thing. Yes. And so and there's plenty of people out there that didn't like the Boneyard match. That's fine. Whatever. We can't be friends, but that's fine. <laughs> um but like it just it knew what it needed to be. The Undertaker as a character comes from the era where it was the campiness just ratcheted up to a hundred. Like, yeah, that's the era he comes from and he's managed to change, but he's still the undertaker. Right. And every now and then he gets a little bit where the lightning strikes the ring and all that stuff. And it's super campy, especially for the way wrestling has become. But this was able to one, he went back to being the biker taker, which is like the best thing they could have fucking done. Um, Absolutely. But this managed to take that camp, and have it in there and make it work, you know? Like, there was some cheesy shit in there, but it's oh, wrestling. And wrestling is supposed to be like that in some in some ways. So I just think that the Boneyard match was so successful. AJ Styles was the right guy to have in there. The Good Brothers were the right guys to have in there. It, like, it was a modern wrestling thing filtered through almost every era of undertaker, which was an interesting thing. You had like the the Druids showed up the, the, you know, the him being able to, to be like a, I don't know, fire starter, like just all that crazy shit filtered in. And it all worked because it wasn't taking itself too seriously, you know, uh, versus to go back to the Gargano Ciampa thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like, they thought they were making a, this, a cinematic version of fucking Macho Steamboat. Like, they thought they were, this is going to be the greatest match anybody's ever seen. We're going to, you know, yeah. whatever. You can just tell that that's how they all felt. That's how Trips felt. That's how they felt. And it fell flat because they were like, we're the greatest thing ever. And when you go into something thinking you're going to create the best thing ever, you probably don't. Um, so, yeah, but the Ponyo match was, was fantastic. Yeah, and and I know that I've said this the past couple of weeks, but like right now, it's like that's the type of wrestling I think we need. Yes, you know that over the top and like you, you like it's like you like the boner match because you could tell like Taker and AJ they were all about it. You know, like they were having fun. Yeah, I and, and you could tell. Yeah, I wasn't super pumped for Mania as a whole because just how weird wrestling is and like should they even have had it, whatever. And so I was, I, I had it down in my, in my little nerd cave art studio, now recording studio <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> and so I had it on and I was doing some other stuff and like, but I would pay attention to things I wanted to pay attention to. And then this came on, I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and watch this because it's, it's either going to be the worst fucking thing that I need to see so I can bash the shit out of it. Uh, I, I, there was no, there wasn't even another or. I was like, this is gonna be the worst fucking thing, and I need to bash the shit out of it, so I have to watch it. Uh, and like immediately, I was like, as soon as he came roaring in on the motorcycle, I was like, no, this is the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. This is what professional wrestling needs to be. From, from at least during this, this is what wrestling needs to be. It was entertaining as as fuck. You didn't take her, didn't have to be in the ring and be exposed because he's broken down. He's been in the business a long fucking yeah. time, so you, you're able to work around exposing him, and it it just worked. I can do a whole podcast on the boneyard match. I, I think I, <laughs> I really I really think I could. I loved it that much. We we, we might have to do a, a bonus episode yeah. one day just about the boneyard match, but that wasn't the only match this weekend on WrestleMania that was shot very cinematically. It wasn't. Sunday, 
was the Firefly Funhouse match between Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Yes. Um, this started and Cena, like, he just came out and you're like, oh, man, what the hell is this going to be? Yeah, and, and, and then that's the thing, it, too. <laughs> Uh, I did not give a shit about this. I don't. I, I'm. I don't dig the Bray Wyatt stuff really. Uh, I, I'm neutral on Cena. Uh, I, I maybe I'm a little little uh, leveled towards liking Cena. I, I certainly don't dislike him. But I was like, this is weird. I don't think I'm going to be into this. And then when Cena came out, like you said, I was like, oh, okay. What the fuck is it? What What are they going to do? This is This isn't what this should be. And then it started rolling. It immediately turned a corner, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. We- Cena got sucked into the Firefly Funhouse, yep. and it just went insane from there. You know, yeah. like Bray going through the different stages of Cena's career, mm-hmm. um, doing like the comparisons of how Cena is Hogan, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like even this, like it was, so, it was just so goofy and so much fun. But like this one was weird, because and, and like I read a couple threads about it, like. People were, like, pointing things out, like, no, this was a reference to this, and Uh this was a reference to this. Like, you know, I liked the whole thing where, you know, Bray was like, oh, like, Cena, like, you said you're a man of the people, and six years ago when we had our match at Mania, they were chanting for me, and you didn't give them what they wanted. Yeah. You know, and it was like that that mind game thing, and like like, the Saturday night's main event. Like skip Johnny Large Meat. Johnny Large Meat. Uh, yep. Johnny Large Meat. They they paid for the rights to Obsession to play, which is the original Saturday Night Main Event uh-huh. theme song. Like it was just, it was so much fun. Like yeah. it was fun, it and was. like again, it, it shows it's like okay, like you had like a dude like Bray Wyatt, which I do like Bray Wyatt. I've always liked Bray. I like the Fiend stuff. Um, yeah. I, I you know, I mean, I, we've talked about this in the past. Uh, you're probably the biggest Husky Harris fan I've ever met. So I mean, he was a oh god, what did he have a, a Ferrari engine in a Mack truck body or something that? That's what did he, he used really to go say by. that? I think so. That's yeah, that's fucking <laughs> stupid. He really. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, um, but like I was, I've been like I do like Bray Wyatt. I've always liked Bray Wyatt. I've never been like I'm not over the moon about the dude. Like people are like he is a wrestling genius, but me, I'm like no, I just I think he's good. He has a good character. Yeah. Um. And from what I read, like he was very hands-on with the booking of this, mm-hmm. and I thought it was great for Cena to go along with it. And you could tell it's like they again they they were invested, so they had fun with it. But again, this was something that was like shot the cinematic way, and I ended up loving it. I've yeah. watched it like three times since. Oh, I just really? I loved it. Yo, okay. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, and again, it's like Gargano Champa. Like, okay, there was. The only dialogue was them yelling at each other and Drake being like, come on, guys, this is too far. It's too much. Come on, guys. You know, and it just, yeah. it took, it was just way too serious. Um, I just, I, I did not care for it at all. Um, little tidbit at the end, Johnny and Candace are leaving and in the car in the background, you can see Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux sitting there. Yeah. Um, which... Which, all right, let, let, let me ask you first. Do you mm-hmm. have any final thoughts about this match? About the Ciampa thing? Yeah, yeah. I do. So, I just want to I want to talk about a little bit why I felt some things worked and didn't. Cause, so, I liked Boneyard more than Firefly Funhouse. Mm-hmm. 
which I know some people were talking about one way or the other, right? Um, I love I loved them both. I really did. I, yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of them. So, um, and I want to talk a little bit about Edge Edge Orton also because I also did not enjoy that. Um, and the difference is that uh, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse took the time they needed to tell the story that they were trying to tell. And that was it. Yeah. If Ciampa, Gargano, and Edge Orton were edited down to 15 or 20 minutes, I probably would have loved it. If you were to take that whole thing they did, let them do everything they wanted to do, and then take it to the editing room. And they were edited. These were not even pretending to be live matches. If you were to edit them down and say, okay, here, we let you guys do everything you wanted to do. Let's watch it back and figure out what works and what doesn't. And we'll clip it down. And edit it down to the stuff that worked. They probably would have been fucking great. You know, like, I don't know, edit out the part where, for some reason, the the boardroom has chain link fence hanging from the ceiling. So Edge can climb along it and do an elbow drop. Uh... The, the choking with gym equipment. Probably, oh, probably God. not the, the best idea for that thing. Um, but, like, seriously, like, so... And there's nothing in either of those long matches that you couldn't... There's no story you couldn't have told in either of those matches in 20 minutes as opposed to 40 or an hour. You know, there wasn't anything they told that you could not condense. Yeah. So, and that's... That's what bothers me the most. Firefly Funhouse could have went, kept going. You know, yeah. they, they could they could have fit so many more bits and so many more era parodies and all that shit, but they didn't because they took the time they needed to get what their point across was. You know, Taker was a little longer. Took a, there was a, a couple parts in there where maybe they could have sped it up a little bit, but they still took they realized what they needed to tell and got it done and got out of there. The other two matches didn't. The other two matches, like, we're going to linger. You know, Orton, Edge, uh, half of that match were guys walking down the hallway screaming at each other or groaning. Yeah. And it's like, guys, just just cut out some shit. Like, have an editor. Like, not uh, do what you want to do, then watch it back and see if it works. Because not all your ideas are going to be great. And it's a weird new territory. You know, it, this is a, it's a, all four of those matches were new sort of things. The Gargano and Ciampa and Orton Edge were a little less new because they weren't as cinematic and like odd and playing with reality, but it's still a new sort of type of wrestling they were trying to pull off. So they could have edited it down and made it better. Um, and then I also saw today that Edge was like, Bret Hart told me it was good, so what do I give a shit about what the fans think? <laughs> uh, was ba- essentially what he said. Uh, uh, I guess talking to Corey Graves on whatever the fuck Corey Graves does that I don't oh, listen to. Um, but uh, he was like, you know, a lot of fans are saying it's too long or this or that and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. You know, he worked real hard to get back. This is his first match back, and it's getting shit on a little bit. I'd probably be pissed off too, you know. Um but any oh and he also said oh people online complaining about a wrestling match during during a pandemic give me a break and I'm like wait what we, oh. <laughs> that's how this works <laughs> all right 
awesome. <laughs> Nobody can complain about anything because because it's in a pandemic. No, you're going to be scrutinized even more <laughs> because everybody. This is the only thing we have now. You know, like anybody. There's no other fucking sports. So like this, the, this is the only thing. So like we're watching WrestleMania because there's literally no other sports for us to watch. And you're gonna be like, don't make fun. Don't tell me what I did wasn't the best thing you've ever seen because it's, even if it wasn't, it's a pandemic and and it's not the bright state of the world to tell me what I did wasn't great. It's like, no, what you did wasn't great. You know it. And I love Bret Hart, uh, but uh, you know, I I don't give a shit if you liked it or not. Uh, you know, that's I, I no nowhere in my life am I like, but Bret Hart liked it. I'm not going to go out to a restaurant like, and on the menu it's going to say, Bret Hart says this is the best steak in the world. And then I eat it, it's not a good steak. And I'm like, no, that must be me because Bret Hart says this steak was the best steak he ever fucking had. Um, <laughs> you know, I just don't, I don't get that fucking logic. But whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we can move on. I don't know. I, I didn't get it. I, I almost feel bad uh, that I didn't because I think it could have been better. But... Man, if you're not if you're not the boneyard match or equivalent, get the hell out of here. Which one did you huh. like better though? I want to ask you that actually. Did you like Firefly or Boneyard better? Um, uh, I I honestly like I felt I feel like it's one A one B for me. Okay. Um, because I really I I enjoyed the shit out of both of them. Yeah. Like I enjoyed like Cena accepting the role and having fun and being a goof. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but. Uh, this just worked for Taker. Even after like the Boneyard or during Firefly Funhouse, I tweeted. I was just like, "This is wrestling now. I can't go back. Yeah, I, I can't go back to what it was. Yeah, like there's no way. This yeah. is like this is what I want right now. Like this is exactly what I want right now. Yeah. Well, um, uh, if if gun, Cener- like gun to gun to head, I would probably say I liked Firefly more. Okay. But honestly, it's like by a, by. Yeah. half a centimeter like even, it's you like firefly funhouse even better even though they fucked up the nwo timeline yeah that didn't bother me okay right. yeah it didn't yeah, really bother was, me either i was just uh, no i was fine with that okay. um but yeah like so what i wanted to like kind of lead this into a bit of a discussion about um okay. all right we well, you don't know let's do this first because that was the end of nxt um, oh, so yeah, real, real, real quick. Mm-hmm. I want your match of the match of from each show, oh. match of the night, show right. of the night. Uh, Jesus H, tap dancing Christ. Um, AEW is Sheeta Brit. NXT is the women's ladder match. My match of the, oh God, my I don't know my match of the night. Uh. Uh, you know, uh, the, my match of the night is the women's ladder match, and but my show of the night is AEW. Okay. Um, I, NXT had almost fucking nothing, and the fact that half of that show was uh, a match that I really, really got zero enjoyment out of, it, it's got to go to AEW, but AEW didn't have a match. Like, the, 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 the tag match was all right. And had some funny stuff, but not enough to be my match of the night. Uh, and Sheeta Britt, I thought was good, but Britt's still not a very good wrestler. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just got to be the ladder match, I guess. Okay. So, so I'm gonna go Sheeta Britt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, twist my arm. I'll go ladder match. There's no other matches on NXT. There's only three yeah. matches. 
So yeah, you, you're going to pick the, the, the squash? You're like, what are you... <laughs> um, so I'll go with that. Um, I'm going to go match of the night, Sheeta Britt. Okay. Um, just because Britt getting her goddamn face busted was gross. Yeah. Um, and I love Sheeta. She's been on She's fire. Great. Always, yeah. Um, I even love like, Jericho putting her over. Like, mm-hmm. the Man, he did such a good job. He was honestly, really, he really did for sure. He he um, made that that show better. Yeah, he really did. Uh, and then show of the night, it's obviously AEW. It's yeah. just it just it just is. Right. Um, real. I do want to have like a discussion, but I also want to like make sure we're catching everything here. Sure. Um, what did so? That's what we thought. Yeah. What did the people at home think? Uh, real quick. So that puts yeah. us season two real, totals. Real uh, I'm at nine for AEW and four for NXT. You're at seven for AEW and six for NXT. And overall, between season one and two, I'm at uh, twelve for AEW, thirteen for NXT, and you're at eleven for AEW and fourteen for NXT. Ratings this week: AEW did a six ninety-two thousand, which is up seven thousand from last week, and NXT did six hundred ninety-three thousand. Winning the ratings uh-huh. war by 1,000 viewers and jumping 103,000 from last week. Um, these ratings are they're bottomed out, man. They're, nobody's watching. Nobody gives a shit. No. Um, no. It, and, and no, NXT, they don't. <laughs> NXT wins this week, I think, just because, because there's some takeover matches on there, so people want to watch that. They're coming off of WrestleMania, so they're a little hotter. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these, these, these numbers are... They're they're just they're not good. Um, no. Again, not the lowest they've ever done, but it, it's it's not good. No, I mean, and I saw like, people point out like, oh, like some like rerun of like Guy Fieri's Grocery Games had higher ratings than no, this. Like... go grocery shopping, so everybody's watching food <laughs> on TV. It's just people aren't concerned with wrestling right now. Yeah. It's just it's just it is what it is, you know, mm-hmm. like. For, for, if I'm a casual fan, I turn something on and see people wrestling. And like, there's nobody there, no crowd or anything. Yeah. I probably wouldn't watch it either. You know, yeah, like I it's, agree. um, it's kind of goofy. But, um, so what I want to talk to you about? Yeah, what's um, this discussion, pal? The state of NXT. Okay. Interesting. Um, after last night, mm-hmm. so I understand like you have something set with Eo Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like Dakota Tegan is done now. I feel like that yeah, they're not a, they're not going to revisit that. I don't know because the Tegan got taken out of the match by Dakota. Like so, I think the, I think they are still going to continue that. They sure as hell didn't blow it off in a, in a good enough way. No, they didn't. But I just I think that they're going to want to move it on for for some reason. I don't know. I just have okay. a hankering. All right. I hope not because I love those two together, and yeah. I think there's a lot more to be told. And, and the, but, the problem too is that if you keep it going through all this shit, you run into the the loop that Sami Zayn yep. and Kevin Owens only so recently broke out of, where any time creative didn't have anything for them. They yep. one, one would do the switcheroo on the other, and then they would have a match. So exactly, yeah. Um, the tag titles that's going to be up in the air. Because mm-hmm. uh, now Riddle doesn't have well, Dunn's obviously he can't come over here. Yeah. Um, hey, I don't Devlin, know what they're going to do. Definitely got stripped of his title for it. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, I, I know they said that they're going to address the tag titles. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe Riddle gets another partner. Mm-hmm. Maybe they get vacated. I don't know. But it's like that ruins momentum for that team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the North American title, I, I want it off my television for a bit. Yep. Well, you know, the problem is I like Keith Lee. I just I don't like who he's been with. And his stock has taken a big hit now yep. because of it. And definitely. He needs, he needs better opponents fast before people stop giving a shit because I already don't. Yeah, um, Cole, Dream, I don't know if I care. I don't. Guild's off the um, lily with Dream for me. He's part of me, here. yeah, I mean, part of me would like, I, part of me just wants to see Cole win, but yeah. then it's like, if he does, then Dream's dead. Like, there's, there's he's done. Well, so There's here, nothing left for him. Yeah, so here's my thing with Dream, and I've been thinking about this a bit, because this is a dude I liked at one time. Um, I think he's taken what he can do with that character as far as he can. Um, and again, I was more turned off by him, Roddy, where he was kind of being a shitty heel, even though you were supposed to cheer for him, uh, even though he's being like a creep about the guy's family and stuff. Uh, so I was already like, all right, this is weird. And now with this Cole stuff, like, I don't know, like uh, the matches haven't been good. I don't know if he's, if he's hesitant in the ring because of his, uh, injury, you know, if he's worried about getting injured again, whatever. Um, but the, the character doesn't work for me. I think the, the guild's off the lily a little bit. And I, I'm just, I'm not interested in dream anymore as a character. Uh, I think they, I think they blew it. Um, I think it's something I, they, th- I think yeah. they waited too long to pull the trigger on it. I think this taking, having him run a, a three or four week program with Roddy just at the end to go, I wasn't concerned about you. I used you to get to Adam Cole is really a waste. Um, then what, what did I watch for four weeks for? If, if, if these guys don't give a shit about what they're doing, why should I? Uh, so, uh, yeah, Rod, or Velveteen is, is, it's not, uh, not for me right now. I think they got to rehab a lot. Yeah. And you know what? Like if you don't have him go over Cole, yeah. then he's got to go up to the main roster and become I, fucking no way Jose. Like I, and that's like, like it's sad to say, but it's like, I don't think there's going to be anything left for him. No. Um, I, I Bowers got his stuff with Walter and NXT UK. I don't know how long that's going to be on the back burner now. Yeah. Um, I mean, this cruiserweight tournament's going to be interesting. Um, again, I'm bummed for Devlin because I really like that guy, but again, I I get it. Yeah. So it'll be that'll be interesting to see. Who I think this is an opportunity to see. Hey, okay, what do you got? Like character-wise and wrestler-wise, who's gonna make their mark? You yeah. know, like who's who's gonna stand out a little bit? Yeah. Here? So, and here's the thing too. Like, I get that it's hard with the state of wrestling right now. You don't, you can't advance much. You have to kind of hold, do as much holding holding pattern as you can because it's a weird state of the world. You don't want to do any huge shocks and stuff while nobody's watching because ratings are down and because nobody's there at the shows. So I get that kind of stuff. But you still have to manage your characters and manage your show and make sure nobody loses anything. You have exactly. to still make sure that you keep these people interesting and strong. And I think they're doing a piss-poor job at that. And I, I don't know if this is where you were going um, with because we should be talking. you wanted to talk more about the overall state of NXT. Uh, but I wonder if it's Shawn Michaels' fault. Well, and that's like a lot of people I see like pointing the finger mm-hmm. at him. Yeah. Um, like... You know, I, I, I'm not going to pretend like I know who's got the book. 
Sure. I don't know. I know who's there. I know who's working with, with who. Yeah. I know who's involved in certain programs. I don't know who has the final say. I, I really don't. And I'm yeah. not going to pretend like I do because I, cause I don't. Yeah. Um, but I, do, I did see that that was a popular thing going around was just like, fucking look at look since Sean's gotten there. What's happened? Yeah. Um, you know, with Gargano Champa, those two have been such a, co- a cornerstone of NXT. Yeah. I feel like, have they done it all? What do you do with Champa now? Yeah. Where the, where does he go with Champa? Like, not does he the just belt. does he just like walk off and say, ah, all right, you know, yeah. like, oh, I lost to Johnny Shucks. Who's my next guy now? Yeah. Like, and that's it, what that's happens with right. him? And with with him not beating Cole, what else is there? Then who gives a shit? He can't go yeah. back into a program with Adam Cole. So like, what's he there for? And I think that's a problem that they did too. Was they you know they TV might have hurt NXT. Because before you were able to cycle people, people would grow, then they'd get main roster, and then new people would be ready to step up and fill those spots. And now they kind of don't have that, you know. When Kevin Owens leaves, this person gets to, you know, gets to hold the title. Agreed. You yep. know, Agreed. It's now they don't have that. Now NXT's its own thing, so these people have to stay on the shows, um, you know. And they are graduating people to main roster because Bianca's on the main roster now, which yes, is yes. which is great. You know, she's, yep, she, did, she didn't win that title. She'll need it. She's great. Hopefully she does really well on the main roster. Um, so they are still graduating people. But I don't think they'll ever have Undisputed Era on the main roster. Gargano will never go to the main roster. You know, um, what, for whatever reason, whether it be their size or who, do, who does or doesn't like him, that's the way it is. So, you know, and they have a smaller roster of guys who are ready because it is still developmental, right? So you're still yeah. also trying to get these people, these younger guys, these less experienced guys, ready and up to a level. And, like, so while you're waiting for that, it's still been the same five or six people at the top, which is why Keith Lee's wrestling Dijakovic and fucking Punishment Martinez every other day because they don't have anybody else. Or at least they at least they feel they don't have anybody else. Um so that's weird. It, it's a problem that happens in wrestling a lot. Uh, I can track it uh, back a ton. I mean, uh, Hulk Hogan uh, unwilling to walk away. Uh, Masahiro Chono unwilling to give up the reins in Japan. Um, really hampered some of the, you know hampered that business for a while. Um, it, it's just a thing. The old guard won't go away, and NXT doesn't isn't necessarily old guard. It's they're not developing enough people to be able to swap people in and out. So you have Gargano, you have Ciampa. You have Finn Balor. You have a lot of people in that company that are in the high position that have nowhere to go because you didn't take the belt off of Cole, so Ciampa now has nothing. Um, and the guy's a great worker, but what the hell does he do that's interesting? Uh, that, what can you have him do that's interesting? I have no idea, other than now using him to build some new person. Yeah, and like, even you know with the ending last night, like, yeah. okay... Candice and Lorraine, or Candice, yeah, Candice and Lorraine, Candice and Johnny yeah. are walking off. Like, it's like, okay, you have Killer Cross and Scarlet sitting there in the car watching them. It's like, yeah. okay, are they going to have a program now? Because everything, like, the buildup for these promo videos, those aren't, that's not a babyface guy you're bringing in and Killer Cross. No, like, not at all. That That's like a vicious, ruthless heel yeah. that you're bringing in. Yep. And it's like, Johnny's not the good guy in this story, and neither is Candice. So it's like, is it going to be heels versus heels? Yeah. Like, 
it, it's just it, it, that's what like kind of bothered me last night, where I was like, okay, like I could understand if like you know Gargano and I Gargano and Candice walk out, they they drive off, and like then the camera pans over and you see like Killer Cross walking into that yeah. like building to mm-hmm. do what who knows what with Champa either beat him up or talk like take yeah. him in who knows you know i thought that would have been like kind of like kind of like mm, what's going on here yeah, you if know you, if you now want to use champa a beat up good guy champa yeah to then elevate the heel that is killer cross that works um, exactly that, that doesn't seem to be what they're doing it's interesting they're not pulling the trigger like they like to have some for some reason they also got into this thing of like nxt has the the title runs are always long which is fine. It's something that was missing in wrestling. But, like, you also you have to balance that with pulling the trigger when someone's hot, which is why they missed out on Velveteen. And, like, this, yeah. and like they're doing – it seems to be that's what they're doing with Killer Cross. Or, or you know, or you wait too long, and it's never going to fucking happen. You waited too long with Gargano. You waited too long with Ciampa. Like, this shit is, is – it, it hurts. And from a booking standpoint, uh, if it's Sean, I don't know. Some of this stuff is looking like some Hallmark Shawn Michaels storylines. Uh, Shawn Michaels is uh, historically and recently has done, you know, a, a bunch of rehab on his image, uh, among other things. Um, <laughs> That's not the only thing he's rehabbed. But um, he's not a, well, at least was not a very well liked guy uh, behind the scenes and has a huge ego yeah like believes everything good everybody's ever said about him uh and does not believe anything bad everybody said about him and then Listen, on there, t- there's that story of when it was mania 14 mm-hmm. and austin and michaels and taker sat there and was like you better not screw austin over because yeah. sean had that bad reputation yes you know and, and then, it's just like that's the kind of guy that now was you know, again, he, has he changed? Yeah, great. Sure, but he's still you know, but he's still an egomaniac. He's still Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and on top of that, you have the essentially the boss of NXT, Triple H, who is Shawn's best fucking friend, who thinks all those things about Shawn are is are awesome. You know, yeah. who, who loves Shawn, who would has spent the last half of his career fighting to bring Shawn back in any capacity that he possibly could. So that's a guy who's not going to tell Sean, maybe we shouldn't do this. Or maybe that's not a good idea. Or maybe we shouldn't be rehashing that time you told Ric Flair you loved him before you kicked him in the head. Um, <laughs> like, so, like, it's it's weird. And I it's hard to judge because wrestling is weird right now. Um, so it's hard to say, yeah, this happens, this, you know, it's going this way, or NXT's in this state, and who knows how they're going to recover, blah, blah, blah. Um, cause, cause the world is weird, but NXT is, seems to be trending down. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I'll be honest that I'll be that was the worst episode of NXT so far. No, that the third, I, week, I think no, no third honestly, week, really, I would take, I would take that third okay. week over last night. All yeah. Right. Last night it was just, it was just, okay. I don't know, not good. It, at it, all. It, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't good. And like, is is it is it a victim of circumstance or is it a victim of sort of what where they're where they're trending? I, man, I don't know, but I, I'll tell you as a wrestling fan, as a person who you know 
one, as one of the two people who started this podcast because we were excited about what was going to be happening on Wednesdays for wrestling. Um, I'm bored with NXT right now. Um, I, I don't give a shit about Keith Lee because they built him up and made me give a shit and they killed it. They just took it all away. Uh, I don't care about Chomp and Gargano, which, which became the main storyline. That took over what was most important over anything your champion was doing. Um, so don't give a shit about that. Your champion's not there. Um, so it's just like, and I get it, some of it, you know, you don't have Devlin who is going to be exciting. You don't have Pete Dunn, which was a really exciting and fun part of these shows. So there is some, the state of the world is, is kicking these guys in the ass a little bit. Um, but well, they're even but taking the belt off Rhea. Yeah. Taking the belt off Rhea is an insane idea to me. Um, why, what chart, what that does it, it for anybody, Charlotte gains nothing by being NXT champion again. It's it's a lesser belt. She treats it like a lesser belt. Yeah. She says it in all her promos. Like everybody says, you know that what this belt doesn't matter because she's been the, uh, the real show champions, and but it hurts real like crazy to have her lose. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, I, I mean that was only Rhea's second defense. Yeah. So like, and I don't get it. if she if it's true that she's having her visa issues and has to go back, which she says isn't, um, but perhaps she has to kayfabe for a little while. That that's not completely unheard of. Um, uh, th- then I guess you do it. I don't know. Uh, really, I think you just shut wrestling down so that you don't get into these kind of fucking jams that they're they're working themselves into. Um, but Charlotte on NXT, I don't want to see. Uh, she'll overexpose. Yeah, that does nothing for it me. It does nothing for me. Well, where Rhea is champion, as champion getting to wrestle a bunch of people, I really want to see. Um, on top of that, like, let's even go in a little bit further. Shayna Baszler losing. Yeah, what the hell was that? Like, why do I give a shit then? And I like Becky a lot. Why do I give a shit? Baszler's dead now. She's dead. Yeah, dead in the water. That was... <laughs> There's nothing. It's fucking done. Like she's gonna, you know, she's gonna be fucking. Uh, what's her name? Lacey? What's her name? Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. <laughs> like it's over. So like, I, I just I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's confusing to me. And like I'm trying my hardest not to hold anything against them because, the again, it's real weird. There's no fans in these fucking things. Ratings are dropping. Uh, you know, it's not a great time to be a wrestling company. Um. And maybe, like I said, maybe the the right move is to just end it now before you do any more damage to the brand. But that's not going to happen. Um, no, absolutely not. But man, these were these were bad wrestling shows this week, and I hate that. I hate when we got to sit here for I don't know an hour and a half, hour forty five, whatever this episode is going to be, and just talk about how much wrestling sucked this week. <laughs> uh, Especially when I was so pumped up about the Boneyard match, and I was so pumped, like I was like WrestleMania was surprisingly good, and maybe it's it was my, right it's because my expectations were so low. You know, like I was like, oh, this WrestleMania is gonna be real shitty, and then it wasn't. I'm like, all right, low bar makes it better. That's fine. I, I don't mind living my life that way. Uh, but I think the, the Boneyard match was legit great, and Firefly Funhouse was legit great, no matter what my expectations would have been. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I. I don't like having to be like, man, wrestling really stunk. I, I hate I hate the fact 
that looking back on wrestling this week, my favorite thing that happened was a broken nose, which is really <laughs> shitty. Like that's a really shitty thing. Like this shit. Like I don't. I don't want to wish harm to Britt Baker. I. I wish she would stop wrestling. But like, <laughs> I don't want to wish harm to the to the woman. You know, it's her job. She's still making a uh, making her livelihood. Well, I guess not. She's still a dentist, also. But like, I don't want to be like, oh man, I hope she breaks legs so she never wrestles again. Uh, I just hope she just never wrestles again uh, because she realizes that she's not any good. But like, literally, the the most entertaining thing was watching a botch this week. That's that's bad for the state of professional wrestling. <laughs> Well, I'm good. We had that. I'm glad we had that discussion because, like, I that's kind of where I was at with things. Yeah. Like, I felt like so just like I didn't care about NXT at all last night. Like, yeah. it just and I don't know. Maybe it is a victim of circumstance after getting fun cinematic stuff and WrestleMania being better than it had any right to be. Yeah. Um. This is gonna be the WrestleMania where I'm like, you know what? I wish some of these were in front of a crowd. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, if Rhea and Charlotte was in front of a crowd, it would have benefited it even more, sure. um, you know, but also again, on the flip side, it's like, if it was in front of a crowd, you wouldn't have got the Boneyard match and you wouldn't have got Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, would Gargano Ciampa been better in front of a crowd? There's not a doubt in my mind Absolutely. that it would have been. Yeah. Same with the ladder match. It would have been mm-hmm. so much better. Um, so maybe it is victim of circumstance, but after watching it last night, I'm just like, I just don't know what where they're going. I don't know who to cheer for this yeah. right now. Like it, I just I don't I don't care about most of the people on this television show. Yeah. Um, you well, know, I, I it's just like I like I mean, I like Killer Cross a lot. Yeah. I think he's going to be good. But if he is going to be feuding with Gargano, like who the hell cares? Like yeah. So listen, here's here's what I want to say. Uh, wrestling sucked this week. It's a weird world out there. But you know what else sucked? Going to the grocery store, not being able to go to work, not being able to see my friends. <laughs> like, That's true. There's a shit ton of outside stuff coming in uh, in all of our minds and in professional wrestling. And wrestling is a reminder right now. Like, the the I guess, here's, here's what made... The Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse special, and made the other things not, is that the two matches that were good, not once that I think, oh, this is weird that there's nobody in the arena. This is weird that there's no crowd noise, because there wasn't supposed to be for those things. And yeah. they were and like so Gargano Champa, they're like empty arena match. They're all empty arena matches now. Every single thing is. So if you did that while there were fans in attendance still for regular wrestling shows, then maybe it feels different. But, like, the the, the Orton thing and the, the Gargano-Champa thing was very obvious that the world is fucked and wrestling is different. Whereas <laughs> the Boneyard match and Firefly Funhouse were like, wrestling's different, but because we want it to be and it's fun. Yeah. that's I think that's a bigger thing, too, is that entertainment right now needs to start taking people and needs to be even more escapist than ever. It needs to get you away from the bogged down thoughts that everybody's having because the world's weird and it's, it, you can't help but address it. You know, it's the wrestling podcast. I want to talk about everyone's mental health, but it's a very important thing and distractions are important. So yeah, they certainly are, you know, 
and those the the matches that weren't successful weren't distractions, and the matches that were were distractions, and that's more important than ever. That's what I need. I need entertainment. I need big, dumb, stupid movies. You know, I'm not going to sit up in my house and watch Schindler's List. Schindler's List is a great movie, but it ain't going to make me feel better about the state of the fucking world. <laughs> Certainly not. You know, but if I watch Fast and the Furious 7, I'm going to be like, fuck yeah, Fast and the Furious 7, you're great. <laughs> you drive a yeah. car off a building. Yeah. <laughs> you do that crazy shit, and I'm going to fucking enjoy it. So... <laughs> Like they just got to take that into consideration. People are already bogged down with so much shit. You know, everyone is affected by this. If you're not affected by this, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I, I, maybe that's it. I don't know, man. Maybe it's all too heavy for a pot for a wrestling podcast. But well, I think I think this was good. This was a, this this turned into being a little therapeutic for you. So so, right. so this is good. This is good. good. I like it. Yeah, sure. I I enjoy it. <laughs> oh, if the, hopefully the listeners enjoy it. But who, at this point, who the hell knows? Hey, if I enjoy it, then then that's all. That that's matters. all that matters. That's true. This is again. <laughs> we've said that a, a, this a million and a half times. This is just for us to talk and bullshit about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, if 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 even one person likes it outside of us two, then it's a it's a win. So yeah, I agree with you. But. I mean, I got nothing else, pal. Uh, find us on social media. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't even know. I can plug all that shit. Email the show at Wednesday Night Warpod at Gmail. Uh, Wednesday Warpod on Twitter. Soon to be named Network. Everywhere else at STBN Network. Uh, I don't You're know. fired up. You're I, fired up. Listen, we've been talking a long time. Uh, I, I think at this point, if you know, I don't want to be like, I'm not going to promote the show anymore. I'm going to still promote the show. But it all just seems kind of weird. Like, that's where I'm at, too. Like, you know, how much am I going to worry about plugging shit, uh, you know, when the world is, is what it is? Uh, I, I love that people listen. I hope we can provide entertainment. We've been saying that every week. Uh, I want everybody to stay safe. Um, but I don't know, man. Unless you've got anything else. I jumped right into that. I didn't even bother to be like, what else you got, Bray? You want to talk about anything else, pal? <laughs> no, man. We're, I think we're good. I All think right. uh, I think this was fun. Um, I, I, I really do. Uh, yeah. If you want to talk to me about whatever, talk to me about Bart Gunn. Talk Ooh. to me about Dark Side of the Ring because they've been yeah. killing it. Dude, uh, uh, you know what, I'm me... gonna, I want to ask you a question, actually, because you, you posted something about, about Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, and I'll probably be a little behind on it, but like you said, like you, know, you like Bart Gunn now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen his like Japanese wrestling stuff? Oh yeah, for he's sure. Good. Yeah, Mark Mike what was it Mike Barton, right? Mike Barton, yeah, Mike Bart Gunn. Yeah, no, no, it was real good, but yeah, like, good. I, 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 obviously, I knew the story of Brawl for All and yeah. everything. I, I mean, it's kind of good though to like hear it from like him. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you always like, I always wondered how he felt about it. So. He definitely came off being like the most likable dude. Yeah. So I, you, it's already up on YouTube. You can go watch it. it I'm sure. Right. I'll watch it one of these days. Not yeah. Really. Yeah. No. No. It was a. It was a good time though. But good. um. Yeah. But hey, everybody, thank you for listening. We appreciate yeah, it. We do appreciate it. Keep staying safe. Stay Keep safe. Keep washing your hands. That's the most important thing. You know. Again, it's a wrestling podcast. I don't want to take make it too serious, but we're in this together. We get through it together. 
Uh, so as hard as it is, you know, tough people make tough decisions and tough people stick around. So, you know, you just, you got to stay in your house. You got to follow the rules. You got to protect pe- the people around you. Um, the more vulnerable of us in society is what's important right now. Um, we don't get through this, uh, with as good of a scenario as we possibly can without everybody doing their part. Uh, so I know it's hard, but, uh, wash your hands, wear a face mask, stay inside. Hopefully in a few months or next year, this time we're like, remember how crazy that was? Uh, while we're out going to the movies or concerts or whatever, then we'd be like, remember how like last year we weren't able to do this shit. Cause that crazy stuff happened and how everybody came together and was awesome. And we got through it and everything's cool and the world didn't end. That's where I want to be in a year. I want to be I don't, uh, yeah. next year on this. I want to be doing this podcast and I want to be like, Hey, remember how after WrestleMania, the world didn't end. Right. That was, that was cool. Yeah, and I'm with you. And if you're going to do one thing right now, listen to Raven's ECW theme song and keep them separated. Oh, God damn it. Pro wrestling, everybody. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Uh, yeah. Whenever you're ready, just you just do right. like the up next. Just, we'll just read yeah. the Wardlow match. Not to talk about. All it. right. Yeah, that's true. All right.